Hey, pharmacy friends, welcome to Capsule Production Podcast. Before we get started, I just wanted to let you guys know about a new webpage we have on WordPress. It has guidelines uh, for clinical rotations, which will be a great resource. Uh, we also have transcripts of all the podcasts we've done so far. So if you guys hear something cool and you don't get a chance to write it down or you can't remember, uh, it's all archived on there for you. And we have some really cool stuff coming in the future. Uh, we're looking at doing some NAPLEX review stuff and more cool stuff to come. Uh, so with that said, we'll go ahead and get started with the extended release podcast. My guests today are fourth-year pharmacy students. They're about to graduate here in just a couple of days. And they tell us about some cool stories they had on their APPE rotations. So without any further ado, please welcome Tariq and Felix. All right, guys, welcome back. This is the extended release version of the Capsule Production Podcast. Today I have Tariq and Felix uh, talking about their APPE rotations. Uh, so this one's just to give a little bit of color and background to the guests. Um, so did you guys have any cool stories or um, experiences on your rotations? Yeah, um, <laughs> I had quite a few. Um, one of the, I guess, the craziest experience I had was um, in the emergency department. Um, I had the pleasure of doing my ER rotation in a trauma center, a level one trauma center, and we really got all, <laughs> all of the patients, um, everything that you'd ever imagine you'd see. Um, I believe the um, experience that I've had um, is kind of a rare one to have. A patient came in and um, ended up needing a thoracotomy. And a thoracotomy is basically where they cut the side of the chest open and they reach in to manually stimulate their what? heart when wow. they can't do it with drugs. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, when I was uh, experiencing that, um, my preceptor turned around and said, this is almost a once in a lifetime thing. We don't see this every day. Like I've, in my career, I've only seen about three of these. So just really like uh -huh. <laughs> absorb everything that's going around. And it was just pretty amazing to see um, just in general, how well um, the team works together, the trauma team, the medical residents and the attending and the pharmacist is in there, respiratory therapy. Everybody was um, just a well oiled mm -hmm. machine. Um, and it was just really incredible to see how so many people can you know, work together for the greater good of the patient. So I definitely will always remember that experience from, from the ER. How did you feel? I mean, if I saw that, I would be in shock. Like, is this TV? <laughs> or, like, yeah. did, you, did you get, like, queasy? Or were you, like, um, No, I or? wasn't, um, okay. actually. But the on the first day of the ER rotation, uh, my preceptor said, you're going to see some things, uh -huh. um, a lot of blood, a lot of guts. Um, and if you are at all uncomfortable with any of this, you always can step away <laughs> from the situation we don't want you to also become a patient yeah. and, you know, pass out or something like that. So um, they, they'll definitely kind of give you a heads up about what you're what you're going to see. But I, I fortunately was was not affected at all. I was just amazed by the whole thing. So it was really cool. Um, so what kind of things did you see there? I mean, was there like a, a pattern to did you see like certain things that showed up every day, like certain types of injuries or? Yes. <laughs> um, stroke alerts were very, very common and that that's going to be across the board, especially if you're at a stroke center that has um, mm -hmm. certain capabilities. Um, and um, also, it, unfortunately, um, gunshot wounds were very common um, as well. Um, and so were um, MIs or heart attacks. Um, those are very common as well. So a lot of those continuously came up and then you'd see your very, you know, rare like mm. thoracotomies <laughs> and cardiac arrests and things like that. Um, so yeah, my experience, it's also in the ER, unfortunately it's not as extensive as that one. Um, my site uh, was not a stroke facility or not a level one trauma center. It was kind of like a, a new ER 
and also I was the the first ER rotation student. So I was, you know, we're testing a lot of new things, which is exciting. Um, what I remember kind of, it was during the third week. I was just, I thought it was, your, it was a Monday. I thought it was going to be your average day going in and work up patients. And my preceptor was like, um, I just got called into ICU today. Uh, you're running the show in the ER. You're the, the yep, you're the pharmacy uh, staff for the day. So you sit right there in the pharmacy seat. And if you have any questions, hit me up. It's like, okay, well, that's different. <laughs> just three in the driver's seat. So put in the driver's seat right there from zero to 60 from day one. So I'm, the, you know, I'm, I'm like, I embrace the challenge. So let's do it. And it was, it was pretty exciting because every single day I got to, and that was one of the days really that made me want to um, kind of apply to postgraduate residency and pursue other opportunities because I got to see firsthand what it's like to be an ER pharmacist, basically. You know, I, the whole day I had the physicians come to me, ask me questions, DI questions, like, uh, I got a patient on a peg tube. And which antihistamine is safe to crush down? Which one isn't? So you have to go in and look at the formulary, provide them with an answer. So it was a great, uh, I think, uh, experience that puts you on the driver's seat and gives you kind of like a, a view of what it's like to be the drug expert on the team. Um, I embraced that. I like that challenge, and uh, I think that was one of the few situations I really, um, yeah, enjoyed. So, uh, Trick, what was your favorite rotation? Did you really like the, the ER setting, or did, is there something else you had I did like for? the ER. Um, that, that would be my number two. Um, but I've always been passionate about pediatrics. Um, so I had a rotation in the pediatric ICU or PICU, and that one was hands down my favorite. Um, really? It was, it was definitely you know, some sad cases, but also some really great cases. And I think that the pharmacist there was such a great role model um, and was highly respected on the team. Um, and I just really liked that environment of how, how integrated everyone was and, and working up these patients. So PQ was definitely my favorite. Does that freak um. you out a little bit? Because I, <laughs> I worry about working with children because the dosing is so different yeah. and the yeah. kinetics. <laughs> everything is such a different world. Yeah, every, everything's different, really. Um, they're not little adults, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> as you probably heard a lot. Um, and I really just, I kind of like the challenge of pediatric patients of how their dosing is weight-based and how their pharmacokinetics and how they respond to drugs differ based on how they age. Um, and the fact that there's really no literature on most of the uh, therapies that we try on, on these kids. So uh, it requires a lot of um, continuous learning, um, knowledge, um, knowing how, once again, knowing how to look up your literature, your primary literature. Um, and really a lot of careful, <laughs> careful <laughs> dosing and making of decisions because really small changes can make big effects in these yeah. kids. Um, <clears throat> excuse me. So just going back to your time in the ER, Felix. So okay. we talked about looking up guidelines and such. So how do you handle that in an emergency situation? Like, I mean, I feel like you don't really have time to like run back to the computer, mm -hmm. sit down and search through a bunch of literature. So Right, right. No, in, in mind, um, keep in mind that they know that you're a student. You're not going to know all the answers. So, of course, the clinical scenarios and situations that you're going to be brought up with is not the same as a preceptor where somebody's coding and your preceptor is going into the room right away. You can, you're going to watch and, and see. So I think that comes with time, too. Also, a lot of the questions that you get asked, um, you, you have your little your ID guide and um, other references that you look, you look up to. But um, I think for most parts as a student, you know, the, your limits are going to be known. You're not going to be expected, I think for me at least, to know, make those uh, really level one clinical interventions that only a pharmacist can do with experience. 
um, yeah, that, that was my experience mostly in the ER. But I love the high, fast-paced setting of it, high-pressure situation. I think that really draws into you um, kind of my personality, the fast-paced scenario, and uh, that's mostly what I'm going to be focusing on. Uh, I have a lot of respect for Pete's pharmacies. I'm like you. <laughs> Pete's freaked me out. I'm sorry. Like the, the unknown, the dosing and all that. So if you want to do Pete's, I have a lot of respect for you. Go for it. I'm more on the adult medicine side. Um, you know, I like uh, communicating with patients, talking to them. So kind of like 50-50 ER. I also enjoyed a lot of my ambulatory care rotations, and I think ER is a good place because it's kind of like a combination of the both. It's both mm-hmm. critical care and M care because you're getting patients from the community and, and mm-hmm. the emergency department. Yeah. You have to know their medication history because yeah. that's where they're coming from. Is it a drug-induced cause or in the hospital? How do you treat it? So all those challenges, you really speak to me, and that's why you know I'm passionate about it. Yeah, it's like a nice marriage between those two exactly. aspects. Yeah, it's like the the middle brother between Crick Care and the, the yeah, community. It but is, uh, yep, absolutely. Um, is that where you see yourself going for a career? Or? I, I do, I do. I love the residency that I'm pursuing. They are very uh, heavy in their ER department as well as uh, you know cardiology and inpatient, and they have a growing Amcare component. So I think like, I'm getting kind of like the best of both worlds and all. Um, and just it's going to be an extension of your rotations. Really, everything you learn on rotations, you're going to kind of extend on on residency and build more experiences, and hopefully that clear out of what it is that you want to do but I think right now I'm 50-50 ER Amcare outpatient so I'm just trying to soak it all in and it'll make sense later hopefully yeah <laughs> how about you Trig? what do you what are you planning on doing in the future once you graduate and all that good stuff what's yeah. your plan so I'm definitely still considering pediatrics um, pick you specifically so in the ICU setting and I have been since pretty much since day one of yeah. pharmacy school mm-hmm. and it hasn't changed um, as of yet until something changes my mind it's it's definitely Pete's that's awesome sure. you've like mm-hmm. made it this far and not changed your mind yeah. you're so passionate about it mm-hmm. um, have you spoken with a pharmacist in that area about getting a job I mean is it hard to get a job in that field or? yeah it can be um, just just because a lot of the facilities um, are not very peds focused unless they're a children's mm-hmm. hospital so um, a lot of the time in a very like a large or medium-sized um, adult facility they may only have one pediatric pharmacist um, or um, it, even in the children's hospital they may kind of have a set uh, I guess group of pediatric pharmacists and they may not be really open to adding a whole lot um, of new staff so it can be a little bit difficult um, with with that specialty to find a job but I think I think there are still opportunities out there you just have to be a little bit more flexible with with the area so that's why I'll try to get um, generally trained in pediatrics and be open to working in any department within pediatrics. I gotcha. Yeah. Um, so changing gears just a little bit. Um, so during rotations, did you guys run into like any issues? You had to call it sick, or you had a flat tire? Because that actually freaks me out. Because I yeah. I wouldn't know how to like call my preceptor. Like I, I can't come into work today. Like, yeah. yeah, I mean we're all human. <laughs> Things happen. You know, you yeah. you have kids. You have responsibility that you just need to leave right away. Um, and I think for most parts, your preceptors understand this. If something comes up, um, you have to go miss a couple hours. That's fine. A lot of times you just make it up later. Maybe if you work Monday through Friday, you can come in on a Saturday or a Sunday to kind to make up those hours um thankfully i i didn't have to deal with that uh, you know knock on wood uh, <laughs> but uh i i did witness other students that um like a mother for example her kid was sick and she she had to be out for like three to four days and what fi- what i found out is she just came in during the weekends after that and she just made up for it so i think for most parts your preceptors are pretty flexible and as long and they will accommodate you depending on your conditions and I will say that they definitely are flexible. I did have an experience um, when I was on the way to rotations. Um, my car started smoking oh, no. on me. <laughs> and um, I did have to miss a couple of hours. Um, I got, you know, got my situation 
um, situated. And then I immediately contacted my preceptor. This was one of the ones that gave me her cell phone number and I texted her and said, I'm so sorry, um, I may have to miss rounds this morning. My car is doing crazy things. Um, I'll, I'll definitely be in as soon as I can. And she was really open. She's like, if you need the day to kind of figure out everything, feel free. Um, I, I ended up making it a couple hours late and really, um, like Felix said, um, they're open to you making up the, those hours, um, either coming in on the weekends, coming in like a little bit earlier or staying a little bit later during your day to make it up. So just um, communication is key in that situation. Definitely. Try to contact them as soon as possible and most likely they're going to be okay with it. That's awesome. We got a handle though. Yeah. The hell out of <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, actually I had a, a preceptor tell me this in my introductory to hospital rotation. Um, she said, just show up on time every day and don't cause drama and you <laughs> will be fine. So you will get straight A's with yeah, that. I'll tell you that you will ace every rotation. <laughs> so I try to stick to that philosophy, but, um, so what do you guys do outside of pharmacy? I mean, I know you guys have to have a good balance of, you know, work and then personal life. So do you guys, you know, do any sports or movie buffs or what are you guys into? <laughs> I'm I'm pretty boring. I like uh, <laughs> I um I do yoga, watch a lot of Netflix, and that's really it. I I try to balance it. I work, but that's that's really it. Um, that's a good balance. So yeah, you have a little physical exercise. Yeah. You know, you get to you know go a little comatose and just binge watch. <laughs> Uh, the same. I think that's pretty common amongst all students yeah. right now. You know, a little Netflix life and such. Um, for me personally, uh, yeah, I'm a sports fan. I like basketball. I like to watch it, play the game, as well as um, watch playoffs going on right now. I also like any outdoor, outdoor sporting events, you know, anything, you know, physical activity. At the same time, there are those nights. You just want to Netflix, you know, see what's new when new seasons are down. And um, also, I want to do a little more traveling, hopefully after graduation, get to see new places. But uh, aside from that, uh, I also work. Uh, you work and, you know, they keep you pretty busy. But aside from that, um, just try to fill it up with maybe sport, traveling, and anything else you can find. Just keep your mind off everything. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> um, so can you guys just go over real quick what rotations you did? Um, mm-hmm. So I know there's some uh, required ones and then you know, like mm-hmm. uh, elective ones. So um, what, which ones did you guys complete? Yeah. Okay. Um, so... For the required ones, I had um, a community rotation um, at your typical retail um, pharmacy. Then I had um, adult medicine, um, ambulatory care, um, and um, hospital practice. And those were kind of our required um, rotations. And then as far as electives, I had um, the um, pediatric ICU. Um, I had emergency medicine, um, critical care, and um, specialty. And I also had an academic rotation here at the college. Oh, wow. Okay. Mm Um, so yeah, mine were pretty similar to that actually. <laughs> a lot of the, we have the cores, which is your adult med one and two, um, hospital practice, ambulatory care one and two, and then uh, you go into your electives after that. In your community, that's also required. My electives were I had a specialty pharmacy rotation as well. I also had emergency medicine. Um, I, admit, I did administration for one month. Uh, signed up for that one, and um, I think that was most of it. Oh, and I actually came back in my month off. I did anticoagulation. So overall, I was. 12 months on rotation, nonstop. I picked up an extra opportunity, and, and I don't regret it. It's something actually I I encourage if if you you know you're willing to give up your month off or an uh, entire learning experience that um you know might help you long term. Mm-hmm. I think it's a it's a great opportunity, and, and it looks I think it looks good too. Mm-hmm. 
Um, so, Trig, did you get a kind of different point of view working in the college as a, a teacher as opposed to mm -hmm. a student? Absolutely. Mm. Um, I really, it really shocked me how much I enjoyed the academic rotation. Um, I always knew I wanted to go into some type of teaching role, whether it be becoming a preceptor or possibly working like as adjunct faculty at the College of Pharmacy. Um, but it was really cool to kind of see um, how. I guess how much better it is being a student or going through that curriculum and then coming back to teach it, um, comparing how you felt during that time when you were doing that lecture or doing that skills lab and, and then coming back and reinforcing it. Um, I think it was um, really good to see um, how the curriculum even changed, especially for mm -hmm. me coming from a different curriculum here. Um, and getting to know the faculty was also really fun. Um, they're very different. Um, <laughs> once you get to know them outside of that teaching role, um, they're they're pretty fun and definitely really passionate about what they do. So I, I really enjoyed my time like, here uh, for that month. Awesome. That's a cool point of view to get then. Mm -hmm. um, uh, so did you guys uh, run into any patients that you like developed a relationship with, like a special relationship or some like friends that you made throughout the um, rotations or... Anything like that? Uh, for patients, yeah, I would say in my ambulatory care elective, um, which is, it's, uh, you're basically managing patients' chronic healthcare conditions like diabetes, hypertension, lipidemia, you're going to see them again in like two to four weeks. So when I started, after a month, you get to see the same patients again and again. Like, hey there, Mr. X, you know, take your medications, all that. So you do develop that uh, relationship with them, and I can see how, you know, that job can be rewarding that way. As well as you also develop relationships with the preceptors and the and the staff in there. You you know you make friendships and uh, networking along the way that could honestly last a, a lifetime for some people. So uh, it's some it's, it's going to happen definitely. Yeah, and as far as like making friends during rotations, um, I had the opportunity to rotate at a site that um, took in multiple colleges of pharmacy, um, student wise. So I met um, students from all across Florida, and they were really great. We got to talk about the you know similarities and differences in our curriculums and um, different rotations we've had. So I made a lot of really close connections with some of the other pharmacy students as well. Yeah. And like Felix was saying, um, most likely in your ambulatory care rotations, that's where you're going to mm -hmm. um, make the most connections with your patients because you're going to see them multiple times um, and um, get to see their progress through, through their care. Yep. That, like Tariq said, I think that's one of the most rewarding aspects of it. When you make an intervention, then you see them back a month later like, oh, wow, we got your A1C down to gold just because of that medication. Mm -hmm. I increased the dose out or because this new one we added to your triple mm -hmm. regimen. So it's, it's definitely very rewarding to see that you made that change and the patient is now a goal because of you and your intervention. Mm -hmm. uh, that's one of the reasons why, you know, AmCare uh, kind of special. So, yeah, I guess it can be, like, pretty rewarding to be able to see, like, the difference you're actually making for the patient mm -hmm. when you kind of keep coming back. Yeah. For sure. Awesome. All right, well, that wraps up the uh, extended release version of the podcast. I really appreciate you guys being on. Thank you. And I wish you guys good luck in your graduation and in the future. You Thank too. you very much. <laughs> That wraps up the extended release version of the podcast. I'd like to thank Tariq and Felix for uh, telling us some cool stories about their... And as always, I want to thank my team at Capsule Production Podcast, Amy, Maher, and Jeff. I could not do this without you guys. And I want to remind you guys again about the uh, new webpage we have on WordPress. Uh, like I said, I'll send the links out on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. And it's got great references on there. I think it'll be very helpful for rotations and just a pharmacy career in general. And lastly, I want to thank Sephiros for providing the music. This song is called Celestial, and you can find it on freestockmusic.com. Thanks for listening, and I will see you guys next week. Thank you.